What's up, you rebel-minded freaks? This is where we question everything and provoke the normality of the world, all in an effort to face ourselves and become better humans. That's what it takes to be rebel-minded. You in? Let's do this. Hello, hello, listeners. I'm your host, Zach Henson of the Rebel Minded Podcast, and tonight I come to you as more of a man than anything else, a flawed man, a insecure one, a troubled one, but a real one, but a real one, and I know that First and foremost, I know that I was supposed to be posting yesterday at 7 a.m. And I missed that mark. And it's because of that failure that I am upfront about the fact that it sucked. And I didn't handle it well. And... It wasn't necessarily something that I couldn't do, but it was something that I wouldn't do. And my mental space was taken over by quite a few other things. Things that are very human, things that are very... dark and disruptive but I've spent a lot of time especially over the last few years learning how to reflect on my past but there's a fine cloudy line between reflecting on your past and dwelling on it and I think when we dwell on it we stay the person that we were instead of building ourselves into the person that we desire to be. And that transition for me has not been easy. And it's probably not easy for many of us. You know, you watch these people that are in their success and you hear them say how it just clicked, you know, how things just changed. And maybe, maybe it's not that easy. Or maybe it did click for them, but maybe that's not the only way. And the way that I kind of like to look at most things is knowing that there's, there's never one way to get anywhere. There's never one way. But I won't apologize for not getting the podcast up on my deadline, even though I do feel some shame for it. But I will apologize for letting my old self get in the way of getting it up, if that makes sense, if you can differentiate between the two. But I do have to acknowledge the fact that maybe it's something that my brain had to go through. It's many times that we use our distractions to keep us from feeling the things that are really hard. The things that are miserable, the things that are dark, 
the things that are not easily processed and the things that make us feel alone and sad. But it's also this reason right here why I think it's important to recognize what is stunting us. My journey has been a mentally tough one. There have been people that have been through far worse than I have, that have endured and overcome far more than I have. But we can't forget that we're all on our own journey, and it will never look the same, and you can never shame yourself for the path that you're walking, because it's yours to walk alone. And if nobody else is there to help you, and at times there won't be, then you have to be willing to do it alone. You have to be willing to focus on what it's going to take because no one else can fulfill that, that legend for you. Nobody else can fill that legacy. Nobody else can you know, become what you're supposed to become. It's too unique. There's too many factors that make it unique. So today I want to talk about the things that are standing in our way, that are not easily changed, but at our foundation are the best things to change in order to really gain, to really grow, to really become the ideal, unique, desirable person that we want to become. So I hope you can step in with me today. I hope you can be human with me today. And I hope that you can feel with me today. This is definitely directed more towards the men, but across the board, we all have many distractions. And we're here to call them out. So without further ado, let's do this. Episode 39, The Things Stunting Men's Growth. Besides the coffee. Well, this is awkward and ironic. Oh, what's awkward and ironic? What do you mean you don't know what I mean? You know who I am, don't you? Oh, okay, maybe not. Well, being only 5'3", I'm sure you might get it. And no, coffee doesn't stunt growth. Don't argue. I fucking looked it up. It's not true. And I inhaled most food, trying to become big. Didn't happen. So let's move on to the stunting. When I say stunting men's growth, I mean all of the things that are keeping men from being their best. And yes, these are super fucking important. How do I know? Because I've had some form of all of them to keep me from my own. If you want someone to blame then blame society. And what does society include? It includes people. And people aren't perfect. We create our own evil with our ever-so-fantastic intelligence. So yeah, society and industries have monetized off of making us numb and feeding us dopamine dumps. They've spent years putting research in to make it happen. And when this happens... We lose ourselves. 
we lose our sense of purpose. We lose our ability to be constructive and make progress. And we wonder why it's so hard to attain our goals. Believe it or not, it's not because you suck. It's because you're distracted. And I'm about to name off our biggest distractions as men. There's an epidemic of shame on men for being unmotivated, for being lazy, without direction, and soft. Though I do think a lot of this has to do with childhood trauma and faulty conditioning, I also think it has a lot to do with an overload of dopamine dumps and distractions. And the modern world has made us addicted. There is hope, though, because your way to growth is just beyond a little bit of discipline. It's time to find out what you're made of, gentlemen. All of the following things may have a reason for why you do them deeper than just fasting off of them. But you'd be amazed how your mind starts to work when you rid yourself of them. So our biggest stunts, and in no particular order. First, porn and masturbation. This one is a fucking toughie. And why? Because evolutionarily, men have drive to procreate. It's part of our primal instinct. But because of the simplification of men, we see ourselves more as animals than we do as intelligent beings. So we tell ourselves, even if it's just to ourselves, that porn and masturbation is okay. While there may be some benefit to sexual release, excessive masturbation itself can be psychologically harmful. It leads to giving ourselves an okay that the challenge of finding sexual partners, lovers, and relationships is not that big of a deal. But it means we never gain the courage to get what we really want, connection with a real human being, also biologically needed. Our confidence diminishes. We enter a shame cycle of us not being good enough, and our self-esteem plummets. Instead of approaching women, We get stimulated by the sight of them, then run home to get our easy release. I wouldn't say it's pathetic, but it's definitely destructive, and it is the easy way out. And porn itself is a destroyer of intimacy. I know what you're thinking. I know. What's more intimate than being naked with a partner? While that is vulnerable, it's not necessarily intimate. Bodies can join in sex and be completely devoid of intimacy. There are different levels of intimacy, and they go beyond the physical experience. Porn creates a horrible image of women. Not only does it give us a skewed idea of what all women should look like, it also skews the idea of what they are. It objectifies them and makes them seem like they only exist to pleasure us sexually. What about her desire to be desired? Her desire to be seen and pleasured in a way that goes beyond orgasm. This isn't seen in porn. And porn gives us one more disservice. It's always accessible. There's no challenge to overcome. There is no investment to know a person beyond the body, repeating the cycle of female objectification. Two is excessive screen time. And I think this is a problem that all of us have and it's becoming more and more important to find control over. This one is a battle for both sexes, but I think it hits us men pretty hard because we have a tendency to be avoidant 
And what better way to avoid ourselves than to scroll IG, watch manly, bloody, warrior-style television, and watch sport of other men? In small quantities, I don't think this is harmful. What matters is keeping control of them. What we watch on screens are regularly huge dopamine dumps. That's their purpose. But we get addicted to such things, and we use it as a way to numb out and avoid the challenge and difficulty of our own lives and emotions. To me, it's one of the biggest destroyers of men's growth. Not only is it taking away our time, it's taking away the power that we should reserve for ourselves and gives it away by constantly investing into others into others' journeys. We champion other athletes. We pay subscriptions to entertainment industries to fuel them and not ourselves. And when we turn around and see that we're not getting the excitement and challenge that we want in our life, we wonder why. Thirdly, lack of physical activity. Whether it be lack of time or energy, a lot of men aren't getting this huge and natural benefit. Not only does physical activity burn calories and change our physical appearance, which we love to get behind, it gives us some psychological benefits too. Exercise with whatever definition you want to give it changes the way we see ourselves. It changes the way we see ourselves physically, obviously, but mentally and emotionally. It gives off endorphins that help relieve stress, boost our self-esteem, fight depression, and gain confidence. What exercise also does is create structure and an opportunity for us men to let go of things physically that we struggle with mentally or emotionally. It boosts testosterone and changes our energy levels too. I'm no scientist, so I don't know the amount of change there is, but it's changed nonetheless. Without pushing ourselves physically, I think we are not only aging ourselves quicker, but we're not stimulating our bodies and brains enough to actually have the inspiration and drive to work on our goals and make progress in our own lives. And I think the amount of exercise that we do, the way that we push our bodies physically, gives us the ability to firsthand challenge ourselves and see limits overcome. Next is the avoidance of time alone. And I mean real time alone. Through my 20s, I almost always had roommates. I didn't realize it, but I was avoiding being alone at all costs. The few small stints of living by myself, I would quickly and drastically become depressed. And it wasn't because I didn't have friends and love. It was because I had no control of my self-talk and supporting myself mentally and emotionally. I had never worked on myself. Alone, I would attack myself and shame myself and scold myself for not being good enough, for being in a job I hated, for being a bad partner or a bad friend, and for being alone. Is any of that really even rational? Not really, but it's the truth. When we don't allow time for ourselves, to face ourselves, to challenge ourselves, to ask ourselves, to reflect on ourselves, and by that I mean devoid of distraction like television and games and hobbies and work, etc., we are actually avoiding dealing with our own shadow, the dark side of us that is never dealt with. Therefore, out of fucking control when it finally has dedicated time to show itself. If we can find time to be alone 
on purpose, we can finally start to deal with demons, the ones that hint at us through the days and the weeks and the months and gradually depress and stress us out. What we can find is balance. We can start to support who we are. We can talk to ourselves positively and we can find real focus for working on our own emotional intelligence, questioning our presence in our relationships and friendships and give real power to our goals. Which leads me to the next subject, the lack of mission and expression. Like I've discussed before, a lot of us men are fighting against our pseudo selves, our fake selves. For the fear of not being accepted, we stick to the simple stereotype of what men are quote unquote supposed to be. But that's not the real us. So real self-expression is left out of our daily lives. We talk more about all the surface level things like sport and work and politics and hot women and less about our passions and our emotions and insecurity and real love and our desires of our own lives. This just leaves us wandering without true intention. We never dive deep into what matters and it leaves us so completely lost. The other thing that leaves us lost is not having mission in life. I very rigidly believe that men need mission. Call it what you want, purpose, goals, aspirations, or your destiny. What matters is that we need it. Mission gives us direction, and in that direction we gain focus. We prioritize and get rid of the non-essential, and we move forward. Until about 28, I was just wandering. I was distracted and indulgent. I was also very stressed and timid and fucking lost. I knew I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I never chased anything either. I didn't know then that it wasn't what the world was going to bring to me. It was what I decided to chase after. And lastly on this list, but still very important, is our food. I can see how I would have been able to get away with this in my early 20s. I know it sounds super cliche, but there's truth in it. Our bodies and minds can only be without what it actually needs before it starts to really show an effect and deteriorate who we are. This one has been a battle for me, very hardcore. I think it is for all of us, because it's so in our face. There is shitty food everywhere. And a lot of it is a huge dopamine hit for all of us. We are addicted to so many bad foods now, and it's destroying our body and mind. My energy levels drop, my head gets cloudy, I get irritated, and I never feel ready for the gym when I've eaten so many things that are not meant to be a part of my body. Our food choices can either make us or break us. They change us physically and mentally. Believe it or not, our food can be a huge factor in our goals because it directly affects the way we work physically and mentally. It's time to trade in ice cream and microwave burritos for a few sauteed vegetables and whole fruits. And beyond all of these I've covered, there are so many little things that stunt the growth of us men. Really, there are addictions too, which some of these are that in a big way really keep us from our best. And it's time to assess these and decide on what's worth your time. It's time to replace porn, alcohol, drugs, 
screens, and shitty food. The true us is a natural thing. And that's the easiest way to clearly separate what aids us and what constricts us. We don't need numbing agents. We need natural stimulation. And you and I have been convinced otherwise. You want sex and orgasms? Fine. Flirt with women. Find a lover. Explore intimacy. You want to feel like a champion? Chase your own story and stop watching others. You want energy and to be confident and strong. Lift weights and exercise and stop eating shit. You want to accomplish and bring aspirations to reality? Find a mission and start being authentic. I want all of you to realize one huge point. We are the people that make up this world. Most of us may not be the creators of such distractions and unhealthy addictions, but you have to think. Would you have done the same in creating all these things that distract us in our lives? If these were your goals, if this was your mission, I think we all have good intentions most of the time, but things can quickly turn due to what we can attain off of others, the podium that we can find. And if you follow the beginnings of where a lot of these things started, they may not seem so evil. All of the entertainment and convenience has led to the destruction and deterioration of our physical and mental health and the creation of our stress and inability to focus. But it's also coupled with how we've been conditioned and what we've allowed ourselves to be in our ignorance and our victimhood. Yeah, that's right. I said fucking victimhood. To extend this point, we can only blame these things so much. They may be the psychological cause of numbing, the physical lethargy, and our emotional distress, but ultimately, it is our responsibility to be better, to fight against what holds us back and pushes us down. You are more in control than you think you are. And your overcome means getting past being a victim and making yourself important enough to go beyond them. In the end, we are responsible. What we need to do as men is detox from all of this. We need to replace what numbs us. We need to fast from what makes us cloudy. And we need to chase what makes us feel real. It's time to fucking move. Let's do this. I believe in all of you. And I'm right next to you. Stay rebel-minded. All right, guys. If you're here, then you have some sort of connection or curiosity of what goes on. So from the bottom of my little hamster heart, thank you. Even through a mic, that's what we call connection. And my life always gets better and more clear with all the souls that I get to connect with. If you like what you're hearing, or you want to share your story with me and the podcast, which I would absolutely love, write in. Send me an email or send me a text. You can contact me through IG as Creed Soldier or email me at Zachary at ChaosCreed.com. That's Z-A-C-K-A-R-Y at K-H-A-O-S-K-R-E-E-D.com. And of course, if you're up to the challenge and curious about really speeding up your self-development and your potential and getting committed to bettering yourself, send me a notification with Getting Rebel Minded in the title, even if all you need is that confidential space to talk, I'm here to give that to you. Share, like, and follow the podcast if it means something to you. 
Then you'll know when every new episode and interview has been published. I've always got more good things coming.